see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. What's happening, family? It's regular Nas, a.k.a. Black Marty Janetti here, and I got an ad for you. I just recently purchased a title. It's a different kind of music streaming service <laughs> app that forces relationships between artists, fans. Guys, guys, come on. I'm being serious. Fans <laughs> and values diversity uh, in music. Yeah, you're uh, fucking this shit up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and why are you reading off your phone? Fans, don't do that. You <laughs> mad trash. <laughs> Fam, don't do that. My first ad promotion. <laughs> Yo, fam, come on now. Listen, oh, shit. You know what? Tell you title X is coming to Brooklyn. Did you know that? The title X Brooklyn oh, concert? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. See? It's, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible. You're welcome. That was a horrible ad promotion. <laughs> All right, you so for you, people that don't know, like title X Brooklyn concert it's about social justice reform yeah. you know they this is the fourth installment for it um for the organizations charity organizations that the net proceeds will go to and support is equal justice initiative reform and the innocence project and cut 50 this is a crazy fact Did you know that one in 15 african-americans they're incarcerated compared to every one in 106 white men and this is black men white men yeah i'm not really That's shocked crazy. by those numbers I'm not at Someone all. Some of them might be my cousins, so. <laughs> They're definitely your cousins. We already oh had that conversation. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, uh, I wonder who, uh, I mean, I I wonder who's in the lineup. I, I haven't been able to check, but I know that, like, Stevie Wonder and Nicki Minaj, obviously Jay. That's a crazy That's one. kind of fire. Stevie Wonder and Nicki Minaj on the same Title club. better give us some free tickets or something. We ain't doing shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Title, <laughs> give us our free shit. Like, did the millennials know about my Sherry or more? I don't know. They they need to. I was just jamming, and y'all wouldn't even feeling me, but whatever. All right, before, wait, 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 wait. But one more, one more, one more. But if you are looking to get tickets or get more information, Nas, you definitely need to go to this link because you don't know shit about shit. But Title.com slash Brooklyn. <laughs> Came straight for your neck, kid. <laughs> Title.com slash Brooklyn. Go check that out. You can donate there. You can buy your tickets, get more information. And they'll be able to, if if you can't go to the concert, you can actually watch it for free also. That's fire. All right, now that we're done with this ad shit, um, <laughs> it's Brandon, Killer BHL. Sarah Nashley Simon. I'm Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here, we're back to this He had to shit. change his identity because he killed that ad. Yeah, back to Not this in bullshit. Good way. <laughs> Grassroots podcast. Um, you, got, yo, you guys are terrible friends, by the way. I'm, I'm try, I be trying to support you, yo, but you would like Yeah, you can go to I title. mean, you got the shirt down. <laughs> like, That's good. Yeah, you real? Yeah, I mean? You got green on green. Yeah, so. and, and, and um, we're going to close that link, too. Got to come out with some new shit. Oh, yeah. So for some hoodies, yeah, maybe. Some hoodies. Maybe some, some dad, dad hats. hats. Yeah, come out with some dope shit. Hoodie season. Um... All right, so let's get to the shits. Lot to cover. Um, do we do we do we want to start with Chance on uh, Joe's podcast? Do we want to talk about McGregor first? What do you What are y'all feeling? Mm. I don't know, man. My Muslim brother won, so so, so that's I, all that matters. I know, I know. I'm down for the chance, man. Let's go. Right. Oh, just dead in my <laughs> yeah, dead it, dead it. 
All right, so uh, so Chance on Joe Button Podcast, yeah. um, I want to be the first to say that um, I believe Chance. I didn't like Chance. Why not? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have no legitimate reason. There's no reason whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't have a like, legitimate yeah. reason. Um, because, you know what it is? So I was, I was saying this to a friend of mine. You know how when someone is almost too positive that it comes off unauthentic? I thought that that was like Chance's thing. I really thought that he was using the whole polite, you know, positive manners, being a gentleman. Yeah, all of, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I I I worry about shit like that. So I thought that that was a ruse, and I thought that that was just a part of his marketing employee. Listening to him speak, though, um, I really I believe him. Like mm-hmm. I, I believe that that's really him. Even his his whole conversation around like speaking to Jesus and having a, a direct line of communication with him and, and that whole wisdom, I thought that that was really, really dope. Yeah. So I like Chance now. No, I agree, too. I agree. I thought it was, uh, I mean, but he even kind of addressed that, like, how things kind of turned around. He said, like, I had an addiction problem. Yeah. And then, like, he got back with his girl and this, and it just things kind of, like, changed for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really dope that he was able to talk about that, but then also be like, listen, I'm not trying to tell people I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to live in God's image. Yeah. I was like, bars. Yeah. <laughs> Quotable moment right there. So that's a hard image to live in, too. <laughs> um, so there's, there's a few things, though, that, that stuck out to me. Uh, yeah, first likewise. was, um, how did y'all feel about how he addressed the Kanye shit? That's the uh, that's the other reason why I respected him. When asked about like just the whole Trump shit and and just that whole Kanye whatever we're calling it now, he was very open and saying, "Oh no, I I, I prophesize, but don't put me in that realm. Like yeah. what's happening over there is something completely different. I know that he he does shit just to for antics purposes. Don't include me in it though." Did he? I wasn't. I, <clears throat> I, I kind of forget. I mean, it's two hours of content. But um, did he ever address that tweet that he got slack for when he was addressing something? Uh, I think he was like supporting or or saying something about Kanye, and people were like, "What are you doing?" Remember, uh, he apologized for one of those tweets. Did of, he address that? One of them. He the, the the one tweet he did apologize for, and it, and it was just him saying that's not you know what I'm saying I'm not supporting this. I'm just saying I, I support him because he supports Chicago. Yeah. He's making it very, very clear that it's it's a, it's a Chicago thing for him. Like he's really just looking to uplift and and show support for Chicago. Yeah. When do we separate? You know, like if, you, if I'm defending my friend, I may ne- I may not necessarily agree with his opinions and views. Mm-hmm. But I like I don't like this part of the culture where we got like, oh, how dare you defend? How dare you defend your friend? Yeah, I don't roll with that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, um, like there's mad shit my friends have done and. At, and even at the worst of times, I'm, I'm still because yeah. I'm rolling. Like you're my friend. Yeah. I may I, behind closed doors, you're gonna hear it. Like there's mad shit that that's happened. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, fam, you wild out. But in the public, I'm never gonna go dish you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't, I don't like that about the culture. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chance even said Chance. that he said stuff to Kanye, but he was just like, it's Kanye. Kanye is gonna do what Kanye wants. Like <laughs> I could say, I could say as much as I can, but we all let's keep it a bug. Like. And, and that's and that's what you got. You got to know who you're dealing with when your friend when when it's your certain friends. Like you have the one friend that you can't tell shit to. You have the one friend that's knowledgeable and maybe open to it. Then you have the one friend where it's hit or miss depending on the day. I think yeah. Kanye is one of the friends where he don't. It, it doesn't matter what you tell him. 
ultimately Kanye is gonna Kanye. Kanye's the kind of guy who like <laughs> the friend Kanye. will tell the friend will tell him something, then he won't listen, then two days later he'll bring it up as if he thought about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's definitely his like friend that. was the one that, that said guy. it. He's definitely that kind yeah, of person. He's definitely that guy. Like the friend would be like, How about you talk about love and peace? And then two days later he's like, Yo, what if I focus more on love and peace? It's like, yeah. oh, okay. So yeah. all right, dog, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, that, you, you got it, man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I thought I just thought it was interesting though because again you have all of these people more and more you know coming out that are uh, in close proximity to um, to Kanye and they're all often saying the same things like yo I don't I don't really support it but he's my friend so I'm just standing by him that's my friend though can you really knock these people like <laughs> even when you talk about like Sahas and I don't know if that's a, a friendship you know what I'm saying when you talk about yeah. um, uh, who else? Just anybody that's around him. Pusha, yeah. even though Pusha, I don't really see nothing from Pusha in reference to Kanye. He's, he's, he's busy running a label. Yeah, he's because I'm checks and I stopping. That's why. Yeah, checks still keep coming. So, so I, I, I don't know. I thought that that was interesting. What did y'all think about? Um, I guess his, his take on independency. When you make six million dollars from selling hats, you can, you can be independent. Yeah, I thought that was fire. <laughs> yeah. And said three dollars too for each one or something. Like that? I was never mad at the three hats, so I, I actually liked the three hats. Nope. No, I liked the three hats. Yeah, I thought it was dope. I think now when it comes to being independent, like overall, when he was saying about owning owning your masters and your publishing, like that is at the core of independence. But I yeah. think that now, just because there's so many different levels of being independent, there needs to be kind of like different levels to being independent. I yeah, think, definitely. At definitely. this point, because you can say independent, but then you're like, you're like. Adding in the the chances of the industry with like yeah. you know Joe Schmo who's just going to local shows and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I think there's different levels. Like Chance has he had Apple Music at one point, and also he signed to CAA, which is like a major agency powerhouse. Who and then also his agent, I believe, it was reported that also was an agent for Kanye, and mm -hmm. like had, so you already kind of had like this major level up. By signing to them in certain uh, circumstances. So here, here's my thing with with just independency. I could see how Chance says, and I, I take him as being independent. So I look at it from him being an artist, right? Yeah. When you're an artist, um, you think about major signing signings, rather, yeah. right? So you think about it, yo. If I'm an artist, I just signed a X amount of deal with Def Jam, yeah. right? What Chance is doing is literally, at least from what he's saying, he's literally just going to an Apple or whomever or TuneCore or whomever and saying, yo, I have this project. It's already made. I don't need any funding from you. I don't need you to pair me with any artist. I just need you to put it out and distribute it. It's a distribution deal. Yeah. So, to, Well, more than that, actually. <clears throat> it's a collaboration. I would, but I wouldn't call it a collaboration. Collaborating for me is when, in in the midst of you creating a body of work, the machine is with you guiding. If I'm already, mm -hmm. if I'm, if I already have my body of work and I'm bringing it to the machine, and I just need you to put it out, that's not a collaboration. No, no. but it can be a collaboration in a sense because think about it. Like, you can have. When, when I say collaboration, there's also different kind of levels to collaboration. There can be a full-time extensive collaboration. There can be a one-time collaboration where there's a value exchange for both the parties to get something out of it. Like, you can go up to someone and say, hey, for this podcast, we will give, we will offer you uh, uh, five episodes to put on your YouTube channel. 
that will provide content value for you because we know you guys don't have a podcast. You guys don't have in-depth conversations like this. And we wanted to give you this value exchange. And in return, we asked for you to do this. Distribution is part of that. But if both of you are working together, whether and even if they even if it's just pushing out, Apple is still working with him because they're getting something of value from it. Yeah. So if he comes to them and says, hey, I want to distribute through you, this is what I want to do. And then Apple still has the power to pick like where they put his songs on the homepage, mm-hmm. how they do certain things. In but, a sense, there is a certain level of collaboration, even with distribution itself. Well, this is my thing. When, when you think collaboration, like if I collaborate, I, I want to say so where my placements are. I want to say so if I'm on the marquee banner or if I'm on top hits or whatever. When, when you're just going through a distribution deal, it's literally just put it out. It's, it's I just want exposure. When I think collaboration, I think, okay, let's say we talk about the, um, what was the point you just made? The, uh, damn, I forgot that fast. The um, placement. The placement. Let's say we talk about placements. When I'm collaborating, I say, okay, look, I'm going to put out this body of work. I want this placement. And it's to stay there for three projects, whatever the case may be. In mm-hmm. return, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna get that that value prop of me selling and then you getting money back. That's a collaboration. Him, for me, just the way I'm I'm interpreting it is, I'm I'm it's a distribution deal. Well, I, I'm not, I mean I'm not saying what his is his is a collaboration, or saying if if it's a collaboration or distribution. But now we're getting into this realm where content creators are turning these distribution pl- uh, opportunities more into collaborations. That's that's true. Like, it's not just in the traditional sense anymore where it's like, all right, here's my music, put it out. Yeah, now yeah, there's yeah. a deeper discussions amongst both entities about what's the value in mm-hmm. it. You yeah. know, obviously, if we're giving you $500,000 for this or a million dollars to distribute it, there has to be some value exchange proposition for us that we can optimize this opportunity for us. So then it's a win-win for both parties. Yeah. Then it gets a little bit different because sometimes distributions like obviously with distribution platforms you have like empire and stuff like that you have the regular distribution channels which is just like you know you give them the music they distribute it out you know they can get money from it whether it's upfront for certain places or mm-hmm. they get a percentage of it right mm-hmm. now we're getting into more where they're like okay you know if we do this distribution for uh, for you not only are we going to roll it out or we're going to put it on specific parts of our homepage, but then sometimes we may do like content we may need you to come and do performances and yeah. stuff like that so then it becomes a little more extensive than in the 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 the, comp, the original sense that's what i'm saying like now especially when it comes to creators there are it's kind of like the bending and the intersection of worlds and mm-hmm. like the same way that like contract deals for music industries are starting to change the 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 terms of like distribution and collaborations are starting to kind of like come together as one now it's not like just the here you go put it out now sometimes companies are now like doing more beyond just like pushing it out do you think that now like corporations are forming or creating their own version of uh, 360 for content creators? Probably. That's, that's I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it. There are, if you are a platform, if you are a platform that already has your distribution up and set, you're already way ahead of some of some other big companies. You're, yeah. Spotify's ahead of 
even record labels because they already have their distribution set. They already mm -hmm. have millions and millions of listeners that they already know that they can get uh, get ahead and like get them to listen. And then you'll, they also have these playlists set up where they already have it. Where if they if they want to do a distribution deal or if they want to even have their own label kind of thing. Just put the music on the playlist, and yeah. you're already guaranteed millions and millions of plays. Yeah. It's smart for people like Spotify and even like agencies, power agencies like CAA. CAA has a they have music, they have sports, they have they have a hand Variety. and yeah. grasp in every industry. They literally can just have their own label and have their own shit, and they already have people in place, and they can even oh. Collaborations. There you go. Look at this. Oh, we have an artist. Oh, well, we made a song. Well, we have an athlete that's doing a brand deal with Adidas. How about we put their song in that Adidas deal? Yeah. Boom. So these big entities and big distribution platforms, they have a leg up over some of these music labels. Yeah, they, they just got to realize that. Yeah, that's good. I'm just, when she's talking, I'm just picturing everything. Like if you're a corporation, now I'm, I'm going to buy this podcast, or I'm going to do a contract with this podcast, I'm going to do a contract with this artist, these athletes, and we're all going to work together like one big family. Yeah. Honestly, if you're an independent artist, uh, you need to get your team together quick, fast, in a hurry because you don't, you really don't need corporations. Well, that's what I liked about mm -hmm. it. His overall underlining message was, yo, I, I did it that way. Yeah. Specifically for Specifically a reason. so I can show y'all that yeah, you can make it and, and do it that way. Yeah. But I own my own publishing. I own all I own everything. You know who else did it that way? E forty. Shout out to E forty <laughs> oh in the Yay area bring, for birthing <laughs> these independent yo, tell me I'm lying. I'm tell me I'm lying about E forty. He wasn't even on the docket. <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm lying about forty Plus, water, man. It, no, it just yeah. Yeah, forty water. Say he said he blazed the <laughs> no, no one even questioned him. <laughs> I just wanted to let you guys no, felt it. No, nobody said. The only person who would question it is Wilson, but he ain't even here. Yeah, because yeah, he don't he don't know. He's on vacation. <laughs> he don't know. But the, the the thing about Chance though that he did not address that I think he should address more is that yeah he did it and went independent, but it's all about the integral pieces that That's, he got yeah. being tied to big agencies and organizations that can give you the resources to do X, yeah. Y, and Z. He, he did say, though, um, which I thought that was interesting, he said all of the, the, the power players in, in his camp are big people in, in the music industry. He said, like, the one girl, he said he had known her since, like, kindergarten or some shit like yeah. that. And then uh, I think his manager, somebody like that, um, was also, uh, and maybe the same woman that you're talking about, He's known them forever. So yeah. he, he was like, he put them in play to, or, or in positions to be super, super successful yeah. and then wound up, you know, them being huge yeah. and then just worked out. So I don't know if that was, I wish I would have heard more about that part, like how yeah. that whole, because I, I really think, uh, and the other thing I thought that was interesting, he's never had a publicist. Like, because he's, he's small. He, this is, he doesn't, he didn't need it. Because of the distribution plans that he had. Like, yeah. when you distribute content and you distribute music the right way, you can get the necessary attention towards your music to the point where, like, you don't really have to do much. Yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of independent people forget is, like, yeah, you may have the greatest music in the world and be the best rapper and be the best podcast, but if you don't have a distribution plan to execute... No one's going to hear it. Yeah. It's kind of like if, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, do they actually hear it? Yeah. So, make a but that's. I. I 
<laughs> she about to roast you. I'm just looking. Oh, well, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> you my homegirl. I got to say you out there correct. Listen, listen. If E-40 can switch it up and say things the way he wants to say, I can say it the way that I want to say. Talk this shit, eh? You hear it. Don't come for 40. Listen, he switches up words and stuff like that, too. So I am doing the same. Same meaning. Booyah. Oh, man. I'm bringing my DOS effects to it. Oh, I know I'm going to catch this later. Yeah, you oh, are. Yeah. You are. <laughs> um. That's all right. That's all right. He, but the funny part is it was what I said wasn't even far off. It wasn't. I'm just. It's an episode. Oh, man. Maybe I want to have my own. <laughs> like you were saying, Chance. <laughs> See, you just break it up. You know what? Nah, I'm not even. Nah, fans, blame, blame Nas, because I'm not even gonna drop some gems right now. I'm, nope, nope. Yeah, you, got, know, you, you guys blame you, Nas. You, you broke my train of thought. So mm. guess what? You gotta pick up the pieces. Tell me. So what do you think I was gonna say? I have not a clue. Exactly. That's why you it. are the passenger. Sit your ass back. My fault. And take a big glass and shut fault. the fuck up. <laughs> take that big glass, son. Yeah, that's when you know you don't want no beef. You just sit there, you're like, my bad. Yo. <laughs> my fault. Like, I don't want no problems. Yo, why y'all so stupid? Uh man. You know who did want problems last night? Or who who really shouldn't have wanted problems, but, yeah. got, but got some drama. <laughs> Connor. Who the fuck are Mag you? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Listen. McGregor, he know who he is now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see the fight last night? No, he doesn't. Yeah, I still don't. I still, he still don't. don't. I still don't. <laughs> that, yo, fam, that tap. You know what though? <laughs> Some, a lot of people's talking about that. Um, Conor McGregor is known to to tap. Like he he's he he's not going to put up that much of a fight when he's in a compromised position. I can't think of who else he he did that with, and he tapped quick. Like, it, it was uh, only a few seconds. He tapped real might, quick. Might have been Nate Cr Diaz. Oh, it might have been Nate Diaz. I think it is Nate. Uh, Chris, can you check? He's checking. But I wasn't surprised by that. Once I saw the the, the, the choke, and then when I saw him start to crank his uh, his fucking jaw, I said, oh, he's going to tap. He's it's over. He's not trying to get it's his yeah. million-dollar body yeah. broken and yeah. shit. He's he still got Don't talk about alleged the D, Mayweather yeah. shit coming up and stuff. Well, well, here's here's the shit where uh, I went back and forth with it, right? So I went all the way back. Now, mind you, McGregor... Um, and Khalib, that's uh, Khalib, rather. Sorry, I don't want to fuck his name up because he's crazy. He, he. Uh, if you guys remember, um, McGregor got into that incident in in uh, in the bus. In, in the bus, throwing throwing the fucking uh, trolley he was, through. He's walking around like a gangster, and he was wilding. Right. Yeah. This is all stemming back from them. Like, and it's it's alleged that they've had like street beef. Like, this is not just like some UFC shit. That's why it went. You know, Listen, south, and, and he jumped out the, the octagon. US, it's and the UFC's fault for all that shit because they knew well, doing I read this. That. Tell, tell me, tell me, no, tell me but, you think th that. but no, just just overall, they knew about the bus situation. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they knew about everything else, and they put these two hot-headed fighting men. Have them battle it out. You think that nothing's going to happen after the dude fucking threw a, a she was a chair, or not even chairs. It was like what, like a trolley or yeah, something trolley, yeah, at trolley. the bus, and you think that nothing's going to occur from this, or that Conor McGregor is not going to like keep pushing the buttons even more. Like, and also, didn't you see what Conor McGregor was doing with Mayweather with some of the crazy shit he was showing? Like, my thing is like, 
the UFC has to be careful with this shit because someone could have gotten hurt. They they knew that this was a possibility that something like this could have happened. Like, let's keep it a buck. When it I, comes to Conor McGregor, anything like this could happen. Yeah, but this is the one time where I, I will side with Conor McGregor. He didn't do shit. <laughs> like, this is the one time where... Well, he, he didn't do anything that we seen. I'm talking about just the night. I'm just Sam, talking about just the night. I'm always going to roll with my Muslim brother, man. We know, we know that. I, I know, I know <laughs> that. Gonna put that. I'm going to put that out there right I, now. I, I, we already know. I, that's why... Man's Dean. He talked about okay. his, his, his country. Well, that was the other thing. I, I, yeah. uh, Kahib came out and said, you know, he, he talked about, he disrespected me. He started to... He crossed lines in, in the beginning of, of this whole everything before there was even a fight. He crossed a lot of lines. He definitely talked to Cardi then, B. Then... <laughs> <laughs> stupid... <laughs> Then, then he um, the reason why he jumped out of the octagon is because it's alleged that McGregor's trainer was yelling racist shit to him outside the ring, and he heard it. Now, do I think that in in the crowd full of thousands upon thousands of people, you're in the octagon, your adrenaline is rushing, that you happen to hear the uh, his trainer, you know, amongst all these people yelling? Mm -hmm. I'm not rolling with that. I'm rolling. I'm not. No, it can be possible. No, it can be possible. I I only say that. I don't know if I only say that because when I played college soccer, you know, you get into such a zone. But sometimes, even when you're in that zone, you can still hear certain people. Like I never could hear my mom. I can never hear fans, but I could always hear like the coach or the other team's coach or certain players on the team. And I was specifically sometimes, whether I realized it or not, would tune into certain players that were talking shit on the other team because I would want to come back and mm-hmm. fuck their shit up and then get in their faces. So it is possible that he could have been so focused, or maybe he heard something before, so then he unknowingly was tuning into and like paying attention to what they were saying. This is the, again. Just because I watched the fight. This is the only reason why I don't roll with, with the story is because in the midst of the... Uh, literally after he chokes Connor out, <laughs> that crowd erupted. Like, he choked him out. It was pretty bad. He, that crowd erupted. He's already running around the ring. I don't... I, for no... And, and just looking at the distance... There's no way that he heard this. He definitely heard him. You're only saying that because he's no, Muslim. Cause he, no, because he at the press conference, at the press conference, his trainer's probably talking. So I know. Now I know your voice. He's not talking about. I'm not talking about the press conference. I'm not. Talking I know, about that. but I'm just saying. I'm giving you context that even at the like, Connor's whole team is there. Okay. Everybody's talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 this, this, that. I'm picking up voices. I see. Oh, I see you. I see you. I see you. Mm-hmm. I, I just whooped your man's ass. He tapped out. He he said no more, no mas. Now you still talking. No mas. But this is this is the thing. This is where this is where I, I, I'm looking at it like this. I think that is what happened. I think yo, throughout this whole rollout, they've been beefing. They've been threatening each other's families, talking all hella shit. Yeah. I think he whipped Conor McGregor's ass. He still was on some shit like who, which one of y'all wanted? Yeah. Who want to smoke? Yeah, let's keep it above. Which one of y'all sm- I'm handing out ass whoopings for the rest of the night. Who oh, you you looking? I'm I'm on your ass. That's what I think happened. And not for nothing, I, I'm 50-50 with it. I'm Wait, 50-50. 50-50 with what do you mean? Yeah. I'm 50-50. 50 percent of me is like, yo, it's reckless. Like, you have a responsibility as a fighter. Yeah. Like, it, it, you got to think about fanfare. 
You got to think about if there's kids in the building. There's no kids like, there. You, so, we, so, but we don't know. But Saturday we don't know. Night. You don't know. Famous Saturday. people bring children. But that's that's my point. We don't know <laughs> that. Nimrod brought his six year old to a UFC fight. I've been my, I've been Listen. in fights before. I'm just saying. I, I'm, what I'm saying is they're <laughs> famous. They ain't no rules. Which is my point. You know what I'm saying? You have uh, wives and, and all these people bring their families. Fam, you, you, you see it all the fam, time. You and that yeah. them f- first ten rolls. You know what it is. You don't, though. You, you don't. Do. It's the same way when you look at a boxing event. There's plenty of times you see Floyd Mayweather's whole family there. It's the same way you see uh, Mayorga's family whole, all there. I can name a number of they're boxers. They're in, in a secret No, it's not. No, it's not. No, off, no, it's not. No, it's not. And even if that's the case, did you see him jump off of the top of the ring of the octagon and drop kick fucking yeah. this guy's trainer? It. Sometimes yeah, you do what you're like. Stop talking, man. <laughs> All right, you first. Let me let me point something um, out. Here you go. Here you go. Let me point something out for everybody that's watching about Muslims. I knew he was gonna say and, and Russians. Okay, Russians don't joke like that. But and Muslims, but, if you're watching the news, we don't have good reasoning skills. But that was that was, that was my thing too. That's my that's my other thing. Number one, he's Russian. He's Russian. He's not playing, man. He's not. He's not playing. <laughs> he's not joking around like. Have y'all not seen Rocky? Like, <laughs> you didn't see the Russian crack a smile. Man. Real, real like, life Vladimir Putin, man. Yeah, like he's I getting his competition. Smiles. Yeah, well, I, that's a rarity. I'd like what to see. Do you, it. Do you have a picture of it? He <laughs> does like this. <laughs> yeah, like, no, he actually <laughs> smiles. Yo, don't joke on him, son. He worked with Bill Gates and a lot of smarter people than probably I'm, who you work with. I wonder if he smiles with one. One hundred percent. One hundred. So that's one thing. You you look at it like that, and if you know Khabib's history. He's not even during the press conference. If you see him during where you're supposed to be promoting the fight, he doesn't really do that. Like he just he just with the shits and wants to get straight to the business. <laughs> so when he jumped out the ring, I looked at it like there was a reason why. Yeah, like it's it's out, of, it's out of character for him. It's it's not something that he would normally do. So that's one fifty. That's fifty percent. The other fifty percent, I'm rolling with push. Push said, "Yo, sometimes you got to burn the whole house down. Fuck it." Some people need to learn their lessons by that. Now, that second fight. Do though. I think that Push really gave a shit about that fight? <laughs> no. Do I think he took the perfect opportunity to talk about why he did what he did with Drake? Yes. I can't lie. Like Drake looked mad weird standing behind Connor with that flag. Yeah, that's the like other that thing. shit just looked so weird to me. Like dog, like. Do y'all what think he's he doing? Do y'all think he's gonna have an Irish accent on his next album? Yo, Honestly. Drake is like how Justin Bieber was to Mayweather. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. But why is he wrapping the flag around his body? He's from Canada. I don't understand. I don't know. Oh, I got it. His next music is going to be with the Irish folklore or something. That's you know, what I'm saying. He said he's riding that Connor wave. He thought Connor was going to whoop up on him. Yeah. Wasn't happening. Yeah, well, I, I didn't think. I, I, at no Maybe point. He got that check. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think so. No, he was just I think, I think it's just there. I just, yeah, I think <laughs> it's just CTC. there. I think it was just Connor's there. talking. I'm the, I'm the best, you know, doing yeah. that. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Tap out. So <laughs> I, I guess. Stop. <laughs> I guess my question is. Um, Should Conor McGregor stop? Yes. N- no, I, I think. <laughs> uh, no. That, 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 uh, I'm joking. And Conor. Part two? Part two, yeah. Ooh. Part two no, is going to be nuts. Dana even, White. Even he, though I don't even know if that would be safe. Oh, yeah. Now, now. Dana White, first of all, the UFC is not like boxing where them cast is getting crazy amount. Dana White is getting paid. And he's holding Kahib's check, too, which is a sucker move. Well, that was going to be my next. Wait, my, are they giving up the title, too? Well, well this is my thing. Number one, because um, I watched that shit. I, once I was falling asleep, literally. And then when I saw that shit happen, I thought I was I thought I was hallucinating. I'm sitting there like, damn, he beat the shit out of my guy. I can doze off. 
And then I just see him do a ninja fucking Chung Lee kick off the off the. I'm like, man, oh, it's lit! It's lit! It's lit! This man hopped in the octagon so and punched him. Well, out. that that was some sucker shit. Yeah, that was some sucker shit. That yeah. was. I can admit that. Like that was some. That was the only for me. That was some sucker. And then you even knock him out. <laughs> so and, but that was so my thing. That, that <laughs> was my that? thing. Dude was big. Dude was big. Pause. Hopped in the octagon. And you even knock him out. Snuck him a good few times. Didn't knock him out. I thought it was corny. And kind of looking around like, here's, oh, Yeah, here, here's my thing. So yeah. at the end of the fight, um, Kahib is mad. He's like, yo, strap me up. Strap me up. I want my belt. Strap me. Dana says, no. He says, Kahib says, why? He says, yo, if I strap you up right now, people will get in trouble. This is, this, do you see what's happening? This is bad. Like, you, yeah. I'm disappointed. This is bad. That's one. Number two, he held his check. Now they're talking about should they even uh, should they strip the title of him? Because again, if if uh, if you get suspended, depending on the days or some shit like that, they can strip the title from you. Well, do you guys think that he should be stripped? No, I, well, you you're yeah, exactly. because he's you know Muslim. I know why. I'm not. Yep. I'm only asking Aaron. I'm only yep. asking Aaron. <laughs> Damn. Um. Who put some bacon in your fucking coffee sure, this morning? Jesus on, Christ, on. man! Come on, this fucking guy. That's a good question. Say no, Aaron. Um, <laughs> Say no, Aaron. I'm not Muslim. <laughs> um, okay. I would. S- Did he? Does, does he have any other offenses? Did he have any other situations? Yeah, whipping ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's make, not an make offense. It, make a cat that's, tap a, out. that's not an offense. That's a duty. <laughs> that's a duty word. <laughs> uh, so okay, um, I, I say. So, so to answer your question, no. They said uh, it was very uncharacteristic of him to do this. He's never had an incident. He's one of the, the cleanest fighters in and out of the ring. Don't, yeah, he should keep it. So then here's my only thing. What? How do you uh, stop other fighters with fine. clean, well, with you, clean you record? Them. But is a fine enough? Yeah. Fine. This is or, or, set, right, or set a period of time where he can't fight for. So there's a period of time where you're like, all right, well, you can't have your but next. That's, but that's well, the thing. But that's a, that, that's, that was going to be my thing. <laughs> Then everybody's losing money. So it's either it's either it's an A and B situation. It's either A, we stripping you, and you're suspended, or B, we're not doing shit. Because if I if I just find you, you know how I many fighters now will feel just feel like all right, well, I'm popping off. Yeah. Nothing should happen. If it's if it should happen, y'all ain't do nothing to Kahib. Yeah. So now now I feel targeted. No, now man. I want to sue and and find him like four hundred thousand. You know that ain't shit. I don't know what his checks are because Dana White. Dana White is. You know, not, you know who Kahib is. You okay. know well, who Kahib then is. Find him a million. At the end of the day, UFC is the biggest winner of them all because I want to know how many people were tuned in. I want to know all this, all those numbers. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about it now. They're the biggest winner. So Ooh, yep. either way, they're ultimately whatever they're going to decide on is going to be a business move that's going to make it so that they can profit. Because the problem too is like if they strip it. They may be like, well, let's set a rematch. So then you well, have a chance to win it again. Well, I don't know. I mean, they, uh, McGregor's already talking rematch. <laughs> so if they and, ship and, uh, it, that would make it. Um, to get another ass whooping? Yeah, I don't even know why he, <laughs> he would do. Even though. He, um, he knows the money. He knows if they strip it. Number one. Do it again, yeah, number money. one. I'm looking at this. This was a bag for McGregor. Like, he hasn't fought since 2016. Like, he came back and, and just, you know, was on some. All right, let me just get in the ring. It's the same thing he did with Nate Diaz. 
Nate Diaz whooped him for, too. He, he beat that first one. Yeah, the first one it was bad. It was way worse than the Kahib. Kahib just was like was like bullying him. Shut Nate <laughs> outboxed him. It was a, it was a number of things. So I think uh, the the possibility of there being a number two would be interesting if we talking about those stipulations of yo we're gonna take away the belt and y'all gotta fight for it. That, that's gonna make shit. Keep gonna hurt him. Awkward. I think so too. I think yeah, so. Awkward. Yeah, I think I think I think too. If if it's a part two. Keeb is gonna hurt that boy bad. Yeah. Like real bad. Well so. gonna learn today. Yeah. So <laughs> Please stop. You, you you mentioned profit. You mentioned profit. Yes. And this brings us to our, our, our next topic. Money, money. Money. How do you guys feel about Kanye, Charlemagne, New York Times, part two of their interview, but it's going to be focused around mental health. But they're selling tickets for it. CTC. Talk, talk to me about that. What do y'all think? Cut the check. I don't know how much. I, I think it's going to be a jaded number of tickets that they're going to try to sell. Because I don't know how many people are actually buying the tickets to, to mess with Kanye. Oh, they're buying. You know. well, yeah, yeah, they're it, buying. They're because buy. if, people, if people are not Kanye fans, there's still people that want to hear what shit he has to say. Whether it is... To mock it, whether it is to be like, all right, what is he on now? Yeah. Um, Cause even now, like people say they're canceling him, but he's still here. He's still on every platform. He's people are still talked about his project, whether they like it or not. He's still around. Well, this is the thing. The big uh, issue right now is the fact that um, people are viewing this like Kanye and Charlemagne are using. Uh, mental health as a way to get money. That's one because they're selling tickets. Yeah, that's, that's one. Well, perspective. the New York Times is selling tickets. Well, the New York Times is selling tickets, but again, yeah. of course, the New York Times won't really catch uh, flack I, for this. It's going to be yeah. Kanye and, and and Charlemagne that catch flack. I think also what they're saying is that that they're going to be therapists there. That it wasn't really. I don't think that it was presented in that way as much. Mm -hmm. And then they also said something about like them not making money or anything, but no matter what is said, when there are things that deal with mental health and the wellness of people, you shouldn't be charging like, I don't, what was it? Like a hundred dollars or something? hundred dollars a ticket or something. So, super, so I'm, I'm on the site. So it says, sorry, my college is calling me to ask for money right now. So I <laughs> yeah. Can't ignore, check ignore it. Uh, uh, hundred dollars <laughs> so, a ticket to jeer. Kanye West in the G. Yeah, hundred and two dollars. Six ticket limit per show. Yeah, I, that's that's ridiculous. So it says it says join the con the Charlemagne and West as they talk about the break free from uh, fears, anxiety in order to reach the next level of success. And then also says this event and conversation about mental health and tickets prices include a signed copy of uh, Shook One Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. That is Charlemagne's book. book. Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to go with somewhere with like a charity donation to Mr. House Charity. So, it's going to your book, bro. I, I'm just saying, it looks it looks kind of funny in the light. Yeah, I don't like it. It, it looks kind of like funny it. in the light. First of all, like I said, anything dealing with mental health, especially now, like you shouldn't be, char like that should be something that's for the benefit of society and benefit yeah. of those people. And Kanye is not the person to be having conversations about mental health to begin with. Well, that's my thing. I, 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 no, I, it could be it heads. could be looked at like <laughs> he's not the person. Sorry. Yeah, it could be looked at like Charlemagne is using Kanye's platform to then sell 
his book and masking it as an intervention of some sort to talk to Kanye about mental health. That's that's how I, it, it comes across to me. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like this either. I don't like it. I think, like, if you were going to do something like this, have one, charity or organizations involved. Have it be a free event. Yeah. Because you're talking about mental health. There's a lot of people out here dealing with mental health and problems that I'm sure want to have a conversation or hear a conversation. Definitely walk and then if you're going to have Kanye, if you're going to, and then if you're going to have Kanye, like, even though I don't think he's the great, greatest person, like, get someone else reputable in that conversation put yeah. up a known therapist or something like don't just have it be kanye and charlotte because i just i don't know it just looks weird because that's the same thing i'm like you know like I, i'm sure plenty of us in this room have dealt with some sort of mental health thing like mm -hmm. you know when i was younger i've dealt with depression i'm not gonna be like sitting up here and be like you know what let me be the spokesperson for depression like i'd rather have a professional come and have that conversation yeah, and maybe yeah. i can get provide like Special my experience your perspective on if it. i was famous yeah. provide my experience but i shouldn't be the leading person it should be a professional who should be the leading person for well, that. well my my other thing is that i don't like the fact that tickets are being sold i don't like that yeah like that whole shit looks what? it looks wild to me yeah, it, it really really looks wild i feel like when it's times like this when when you're dealing with like such a major issue yeah. of anxiety and, and just stress and, and suicide. I don't think you should be trying to profit off of it. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. it just, this whole shit just feels nasty to me. It feels real nasty to me. Or if, if this is the case, then take that amount, donate to a charity, and then also provide a free live stream. For those who can't attend, if you want to attend and you if because if, some people may attend who are just interested about Kanye. Right. Some mm -hmm. people aren't about the mental health stuff. Maybe if for those people who want to attend, like have them pay, put that money towards a charity organization where they actually assist with depression, anxiety and stuff like that. And then provide a live stream for anyone to actually watch in and learn for those who may not have the money yeah. in order to even come across a therapist or anything. Now, yeah. like I said, this all should go back to the fact that Kanye should not be the person. But if he's going to be the person, you should be opening this up to a bigger audience because maybe something can come from it. I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell you. I don't I don't think there's going to be anything amazing coming from it, to be honest, because it's Kanye. But... I would say make that a live stream and then take that money and give it, this you know, is, something good. I got a feeling like the question is like, oh, how do you feel like the black community and you you support uh, you supporting Trump? You're still wearing the MAGA hats and he's like, oh, yeah, they don't understand. Like still, it's yeah. free thinking. It's yeah. free love. I'm leading yeah. with love. It's gonna be the same thing over and over again. And then it's gonna be, oh, by the way, my book is out. This is how. How did you deal with fear overcoming this? And fam, yeah, stop. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> don't like the moment I saw this on on uh, Twitter. I was disgusted by it. I really was. I'm like, this is one of the times where you have, and even for Kanye and even for Charlamagne, it's one of the times where you where you have the platform to to really make an impact, and and where it it doesn't have to benefit you always. Yeah. Like I'm very big on using your platform to uh, you know impact someone. I feel like their platforms are big enough that they really could help someone that's in need. They really could make an impact on someone's life yeah. without any financial gain. Without any promoting of, of of a book or a sneaker or whatever it's happening, this is the one time where I feel like you guys had that opportunity, 
and y'all selling tickets for $102. Like, I'm just not rolling. Yeah, there's just, there's just certain conversations in society that I don't think people should be trying to profit off of. Yeah. There's certain things that a lot of people go through that may need help. Because, like I said, there are some people that may not have insurance and can't afford, you know, hearing a therapist talk about mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there's there's things that they could have done. Even if, even if New York Times is like, we have to charge, mm -hmm. there's still things that could have been done so that it could still be of value to people. Like, yeah. you could say, hey, we had no control over the fact that they're charging for $102. But what we did is, if you paid and went for $102, you got some exclusive help. Maybe it is you get one free session at a certain place for mm -hmm. therapy. But then if you can't, you can live stream it and watch it there. Like, that's, that's I think, is more better than being like, you you get a book. Yeah. I hope we're wrong. I hope, I hope they donate the money. I really do. I, yeah, I, they I, could... They could Fix it a little bit. I, yeah. I really do, and I know that Charlemagne's book is about self-help and, and shit like that. Yeah, it just just looks a little crazy. But to your point, I really do hope that something happens where maybe they donate the money to some charitable organization for mental health or something along those lines. I really yeah. hope that that money just isn't getting pocketed. And you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure also Charlemagne can count the, the the books that he has as um as book sales too. If he's smart, he could do that. Yeah. So, I, but I, I don't. The yeah, I don't know. Um, how do you feel? How you feel, man? Captain America may die. It's not. It's not a may. Well, I'm he's gone. To, he, he's I'm, gone. Oh, I think you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna die. Wait. Like, theory time. Yeah, this Spoiler is theory alert. time. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I think I think he's gonna die in that timeline. Uh, in the in the main timeline, they're gonna go back, pick up the old Captain America from the first Avengers. Mm hmm. They're going to beat Thanos. Then the old Captain America is going to be like, Yo, I got to go back to my timeline because it's not right that I'm here with you. And that's going to, that way they're going to end off the character. Mm -hmm. Then, uh. Wait, what about the Doctor Strange part you guys brought up? Nah, so this, so here's, here, here's the thing. Storm. Um, huh? <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, so here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> upon doing further research, I don't think me or Nas are right. Damn. They said that uh, I like, like how you threw me in there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> when he's wrong, it's like yo, me and no, I, yo. no, no, no. I'm trying to save you. If you if, if you if you're smart, you smart, you listen. The only reason I say that is because those good people over at Marvel have said that um, Avengers Four will be an original script. You're not going to see what's going to happen. There's no way to tie it in to anything. All of the other uh, versions of uh, Thanos and the Infinity Stones. This is an original script, and uh, fans will be pleased. Well, they, got, they do have a spoiler alert. I saw on the internet that uh, the title might be Avengers Annihilation. I saw that, and, and, and um, the Russo brothers said no. <laughs> Damn. They said no. That's Wait, are I, they going to have... Are they going to... So you know how, like, when Thanos snapped, some of the characters went away? Mm -hmm. In Avengers 4, do you think they're going to bring some people back? Yeah. Or is it yeah. going to turn into a multi-universe thing where they'll have, like... Like, Doctor Strange would be uh, uh, more involved into the next one and talking about the different dimensions and well, shit nah, like that. Sorcerer Supreme is definitely coming L back. Let me be clear. <laughs> uh, my predictions, you'll see uh, a Marvel character by the name of Eternity. You will see uh, uh, time travel, be it Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you will also see um, characters come back to life. Because of the time travel, I wouldn't be surprised if you see um, either Professor Hulk, and do your research if y'all don't know what it is, Professor Professor Hulk or Grey Hulk, 
And don't be surprised if you see uh, either Hulk or Iron Man with um, a new uh, gauntlet glove. You know, I'm, I want to make theory predictions so bad, but I know I'm going to. Like, that script is going to be so far off this world. Just yeah, go. that's that's the other thing. That's Just, the other thing. But like, now you know, seeing the really, interview. Now seeing the interview, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I shout out to Dave Bautista, too, for killing off the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yo, man, <laughs> facts, son. Shout out to Can him. we even talk about that shit, yo? They're yo. not coming back. Do you, yo, yo, do you realize that it's such That made a, me mad. It's, it's a fucked up part because at the end of the... Of the, of the um, of uh, Infi- uh, not Infinity, Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. That spoiler, and I don't, for those who haven't seen it, well, Adam Warlock, yeah, like Adam Warlock, Adam Warlock, Yo, and now we will never even know if they're if he's gonna be in the movies. That shit is on hold uh, indefinitely. Indefinitely, they're yeah. talking about just leaving it as is, That's like crazy. it was just a one off. Like That's crazy. Dave Bautista said, "Yo, if if y'all don't bring back James Gunn, none of us is coming back." Yeah, and Disney said, "All right." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nice no, working with no you. No problem. It was wait, great. Wait, do that again. But next time, don't crack your knees. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, that, I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm, a, I'm getting up there. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That's the only reason why I ain't moved my knee. I'm not putting that shit back there. I felt that shit as soon as I put my leg. I said, "Yep, yeah. I'm keeping this bitch right here. I'm not Yo, moving. Listen, I'm man, cool. Getting cold outside. Yeah, I'm age. cool. Ashy ankles and all. I'm cool. I'm chilling. Yo, uh, Avengers Wardo is gonna be so dope that I don't even think we know what to expect. Yeah, Captain Marvel's gonna be off the chain. Yeah, um, she's really gonna. Can I? Can I say? Yeah. And I don't know. If we, I don't even know if we shared this here. I wasn't all that impressed by Captain Marvel trailer. You're bugging. I wasn't impressed by it. You were you were wild by Captain Marvel. I wasn't. That, wild. But that's my I laughed. Point. That's I, just, my point. I just laughed when she point. when she uh, when she slapped or punched the grandma. Yeah, that's the only time I laughed. But obviously, I it's, not a, it. it's not a real grandma, yeah, but yeah. it was still funny as hell. I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't. They're wild gonna by make it. the women in Avengers Four so damn powerful. It's not even gonna be funny. Well, traditionally speaking, the women in in the in the uh, Marvel universe are strong. Squirrel Girl, Captain the Marvel. Marvel. Phoenix, yeah. Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, like there's there's a, a, a whole list of characters Phoenix and are... also Women are the crazy. smartest Marvel. <laughs> the smartest Marvel character is a little girl. Yeah. 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 Women are not. Yeah. Hey. Bridges looked at me like she <laughs> 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 Bridges looked like, what you gonna say? <laughs> Brit mad tiny. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess um let us know what y'all think. Uh as always, y'all know how this goes. Um, for, forgive Nas for his bum ass plug for our, our title. Uh, look, I look tried. at your look at your fave for for our title ad. You have to get better at that. You you have to. Your all the ads will be coming through me. Pause. No rainbow. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Ch- ch- check us out. Grassroots Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Check the uh, description in the YouTube. <laughs> I'm trying to close I'm the show. I'm man. sorry. <laughs> but he says ads coming through me. Pause. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Like, <laughs> that's kind of wild. That's kind of wild. What? You, you, you squirted out ads? Uh, pause. All right. We got we a lot of control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of control. We out. Title. Yeah. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Peace. Grass, 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 grass.